Hello and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda. I'm Jenna. Welcome back. Oh my gosh. It has been a crazy week in the world. <laughs> it's like been crazy in general. Like the last few weeks, I I think. Yeah. But uh, this last week especially, the world has just fallen into into pieces. <laughs> um, are we talking about like all the, the UFOs signings and the, the weird, the like stuff blowing up in Ohio and Arizona and everywhere? The... There's some shiz going on uh, in the world. It's, it's apocalypse. So if this turns into an apocalypse podcast. Like I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it on the mystery level. <laughs> There we go. We can cover anything under that banner. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a throwback couple of teas for us today. Oh, nice. So I did a peppermint combo with the... Butterfly. Butterf- yeah, the butterfly pea tea, mm-hmm. which was like one of our first teas. But I wanted throwback ones because today we're going to be discussing what for some may feel like distant memories oh and i have to describe this color is very deep blue but like not like a navy blue but like an indigo blue good because that's the exact color it needs to be that's what you were going for oh yeah because today we're going to be talking about star children also known as indigo children oh nice yeah nice (laughs) Now, like I said, um, we were talking about this, and I I remember seeing do- a documentary like some time ago. So, and I, but it's been a hot minute. Okay. And so you're you're driving the train today. Yay! <laughs> so we'll we'll see where the Amanda Star Children train is going to take me. Um, to like four different conspiracies and back again. <laughs> No. <laughs> it connects to so much, and I didn't even realize this. Okay. So let me preface this by saying the whole reason I know about this conspiracy is because, like, I got it in my head somehow when I was younger that I was, like, the child of an alien. <gasps> no. <laughs> I used to have these really vivid dreams about it, too. Like, I, What? I even remember a dream where my uncle, my dad, and this straight-up gray alien walked into my room while I was asleep. And I was, I remember dreaming that I was pretending to be asleep. So that is crazy. And they were sitting there discussing. They're like, no, we don't think she knows yet. And like, (gasps) it was wild. Okay, that's a trip. It was wild. I swear to God, I woke up in the middle of the night that night too. So it just, (sighs) the next day I was totally off my game. See, you had me losing my shit when you said gray alien standing next to yeah. my bed because that thought actually terrifies me. Oh, my me. God. Don't I even... don't know what I would do. Um, honestly, at the state of the world at this point, I'd be like, can you just bring the rest of my family? Like, <laughs> I'd probably be like, either climb into bed and snuggle me or go away. <laughs> I don't have time for this shit, man. Yeah, I got to be up tomorrow. <laughs> I got to get some sleep mofo coming in my room disturbing me so for those of you who don't know uh star children star seeds indigo children crystal children rainbow children any number of names that they've been given are uh children who have a parent who is human and a parent who is alien oh 
sometimes they have two parental humanoids, but have additional DNA from oh. aliens thrown into the batch as well. Okay. And today we're going to be discussing types of them. Okay. What their missions are. Oh, shit. And how it relates to us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did leave a few types out, so f- before anyone gets mad at me and is like, you forgot this one, and that's me. Um, sorry, I left out a lot of the ones that are from a non-third-dimensional uh, physical planes of reality. I've only focused... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've really narrowed it. <laughs> I've really narrowed it down. So I'm sorry to those of you who are like, okay. from the fourth plane of dimension from Mars. I... I just can't talk about you and everyone else today. We'll talk about you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Buckling. Um, a lot of my information came from some crazy sites today. Okay. Like, but a lot of it came from Cosmic Cuts because they have a really crisp, clear list that helps narrow things down. Oh. Like, they okay. did really good. So... These star seeds, you know, they come from pregnancy caused usually by an abduction. Okay. So an abduction is whenever an alien takes a human and rather than keeping them, brings them back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a kidnapping still. True. So for it to be a true abduction, they have to be brought back and be like, no, I was there, bud. (laughs) <laughs> and I've actually heard them describe it now as like an experiencer, like an alien experiencer, because they think that abduction is too negative sounding, I guess, which I mean, hey, I mean, I guess it's semantics in a little bit of a way because they do take you and you really don't have a say about it. So that's the definition if, of abduction. If, if some people want a more PC term for, for <laughs> being think, dragged out of your home by aliens. I think it's because they like en- not enjoyed the experience, but they didn't mind the experience. So they're like, I was an experiencer. Which I mean, fair in certain experiences. Oh, okay. In certain situations, I could get that. I could get that. Okay. Okay. But some of these people, enough of these people have come back with what the government calls what the government calls unaccounted for pregnancy huh yeah enough so that um the pentagon the pentagon declassified records that state that um that state information about encounters with ufos that left some with an unaccounted for pregnancy and radiation burns Ooh. It's more than a thousand pages worth of documents that were released in April of 2022. Shut the front door. Yeah. Just that recently. That recently. Oh. It was. Okay. It, it was something that came after the Sun tabloid put in a Freedom of Information Act request to the uh, DIA. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to know the side effects of abduction on humans okay yeah so there it it is a a frequent enough phenomenon that it is listed in a government declassified document that came out just last year and Mm. i skimmed over the document 
And it just kind of goes into, they don't ever list alien on there, which really frustrates me. Mm-hmm. But it just goes into how the radiation burns match up, how it can be with someone who's never been sexually active and they are, have a pregnancy. Mm. It can be in situations where they come back with a pregnancy that's way further along than it should be. Right. So, and we know loss of time and different time dilation is a frequent occurrence. Yeah. For adoptees. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's just get it out of the way. The government even says pregnancies from abduction are a thing. A thing. <laughs> just in case, okay. in just in case you mm. forgot to take your birth control today, there's <laughs> another good reason for you. I I wonder if that actually would it even work? Yeah. Yeah. I would be curious. Um, if I ever meet aliens, I I will ask them if human contraceptives. Are <laughs> well, I guess I don't have to be worried about being abducted anytime soon because my plumbing's all gone so (laughs) (laughs) not getting any star baby from me aliens it's so much for nasa saying you can't do it with the aliens (laughs) (laughs) little did they know (laughs) they didn't read the cia document damn it nasa get your shit together catch up yes (laughs) shit stop looking at the one blur over in the sky and catch up okay (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm also going to put a quick disclosure before we get in the types because while I was going through and doing the research, sadly, there's a lot of um, fighting from like the autistic community against the term star seeds and things like that. Because a lot of people who have autism, um, the metaphysical people will call them star seeds. And so they'll see it as a misdiagnosis or they'll see it as an ableist thing but what hmm. i've found is though there's an overlap and a lot of autistics are star seeds or and a lot of star seeds get classified as autistic not mm-hmm. every autistic person is a star seed and vice versa okay so just to get it out, out there clear as mud Like, clear as mud. I think they're two separate things, and I don't think that... I think that our current understanding on the matters makes that misdiagnosis happen so often. Okay. If that's fair. Okay. I can can get that. Okay. Okay. That's that's the closest to a stance I can take right now without further information. All right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, where should we get started? We're driving. Take us. How would you like to get started way out in the middle of nowhere in the Pleiades system? (laughs) Part of the the Taurus constellation. Okay. Okay. So the first type of starseeds are called Pleiadins. Um, Pleiadins are usually tall, slim, long-limbed, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Think... Uh, Nordic. Nordic. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Swedish, like, mm-hmm. that that whole realm. Mm-hmm. Um, their mission, as far as things go, is to record Earth history. Um, they are meant, they are shown to be deeply intuitive and nurturing, and, um, they have these really steady emotions. So these Pleiadins are very, um, 
very emotional, calm beings. Like, they're the type of being that if you came up to them, they'd just be like, sort of like an observer, but a kind observer. Okay. So they're, they're going to come off as very watchful because they're not here to make decisions on how things are going to happen for her. Okay. Earth. So they don't want to interfere or... Okay. Exactly. So, okay. So, and with the star seeds, um, it, it just mainly comes as like a uh, intuitive thing. Most star seeds don't know that they are star seeds. Right. And so it just sort of gets into their being that they're like, oh, I am here to observe and to do nothing more than to observe and annotate. And these are your journalers. Okay. These are your... That's- that's fair. I like that. Yeah. I can I can vibe with that. Yeah. So Pleiadans, they'd be a pretty cool one to be. And they are actually considered to be one of the most common kind of hmm. starseeds. Um, starseeds first started getting sort of called out, named, recognized around the 50s through the 70s was a really big time for them, which is where they started getting the names like Indigo Children. Oh, interesting. And the Pleiadi- Pleiadans got the indigo child name because the blue eyes that commonly came with it. Oh. Yeah. So those are mm. our indigo children in question. And they are the common star seeds that are around the world. Gotcha. Some of our less common going like down, um, they are the Syrians from Sirius A and B in the Lyra constellation. Um, they are very lion-esque in their appearance, um, but, but are actually usually dog people. Like, they're known for really getting along with canines of any sort. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they are here to, quote-unquote, save the planet. Okay. They come from this, like, um, feminist matriarchy society, and... Nice. I can get behind that. Yeah, and so they... In their society, they've come to, like, this very, like, peaceful state, and they've sort of watched the Earth, and so they are very connected to the Earth, very grounded, level-headed. So, like, environmentally oriented. Yes. Okay. Um, They are very creative and expressive, though, and their want to save the planet does not come at the cost of humans. Like, they want to save... The entirety of what we have going nice. on. Sort of like nice. preserving the bamboo forest for the pandas. You want the pandas there just sure. as much as the forest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we then go to their neighboring buddies, the Lyrians, who are almost their male counterparts in a way. They have this very masculine patriarchal society, but they are wow. also from the Lyra constellation mm. and also are described as very cat-like in appearance. Okay. So, so it took <laughs> okay. me, I had to look up like cat features to get on board with this because it was like very confusing oh. for me. But like, think like the cat eye and the like smaller nose and the more diminutive mouth. Interesting. Yeah. Because I almost, I, I, I mean, to be fair, I almost picture cat features as more feminine. Yeah. And, and dog features as more masculine. So it's like have the, flipped. They have 
well, so both of them have cat features because the Syrians have lion-like appearances, but they just get along with dogs. Better. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm. Sorry for the confliction there. But yes, so whether you're talking to the Lyrians or the Syrians, you're going to get that very feminine, feline sort of vibe off of their body, mannerisms, Mm. facial, everything. Um, The Lyrians' mission is to bring grace and inspiration to the humans. They're very independent and athletic. So these are the people who are like, carefree and are like come let me show you how great and physical you can be and how much roundness that can bring to yourself and uh they're they're the people who are like running can bring your inner peace and yoga can help you get sure okay yeah so so far so good i mean these 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 are like decent people i have a lot of the star seeds are put here it seems for very good things and i like to believe that in most higher intelligence societies that are out there they're evolved emotionally enough to a point where if they saw a struggling planet that would be their intention they just want positive intentions and positive results and the growth yeah okay yeah 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 um there's also the arcturians they are from the star arcturus in the boots constellation um, these ones are known to me having a very dark complexion, usually low temperatured, low blood pressured beings. So just very like chill, chill, <laughs> like your silent okay. teddy bear friend sort of vibe. Hmm. Um, I actually think my husband's a little bit like that. In some <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, minus minus the dark complexion. Hmm. <laughs> Um, their mission is to bring spiritual healing and grounding to the earth. So not far off from what the Lyrians want. But they are known to be more withdrawn, stoic. Um, they're also known to love math, sacred geometry, and technology. So this makes me think of a lot of wow. people out in like Eastern culture. What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. My thing is, is that it's interesting to me, these four groups that you've just described, is they have their very own, very distinct, I guess, um, path that they're following or path in regards to earth. I mean, and and human beings, but but it's all positive, but it's all, so it's all kind of headed in the same direction, but just different ways of getting there. Yeah. And if you go and look on cosmiccuts.com and you actually read through like the full stories on these different places and planets, they go through like the story of their planets and their people and how they got to a point as a civilization that they decided to make this attempt at connection with the earth. Wow. Wow. And it's actually, it's really cool. And a lot of these stories are really beautiful or really sad in some ways. Huh. But I didn't feel like it was right for me to take everything from from them. So sure. I just sort of used them as a, a base plate and then went to other sites for resources to be like, okay, yeah, this confirms those things in these people. Right. Okay. But if, if you're interested in those stories, I definitely recommend them. They're beautiful. Okay. Um... Oh, this one's like barely a description as far as what they look like. But 
You're just looking for things that would characteristic them against other people. So the Andromedans, who are collectively from the Andromeda galaxy, are just known to be oval-faced, thin-built. Huh. Yeah. Their mission is to bring peace and love to races enslaved by reptilians. <gasps> I wondered if you were going to mention them. Oh, they're coming. I'm just oh, saving them okay. for last because they're... Uh, I'm glad I already put my belt on. Yeah, the reptilians. Okay. So the Andromedans are our strongest ally against them. Let's let's leave it at that for now. Okay. Um, they are known to be balanced, good at science, emotionally intuitive, loving, and benevolent. Huh. So very angel-like, I feel. And just, again, very positive, very... Um, light oriented is what you know if you want to take the star wars (laughs) balance of the universe they sound like they're more of you know the light and then midichlorians (laughs) (laughs) the good and the bad right yes (laughs) yes yes um there's also people called the orions from the orion constellation um they usually have bright blue or green eyes they are usually, and I, this is on multiple sources, they are usually born under the sign of Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. Huh. Very specific. Um, their mission is to learn trust and faith from humans. Um, they are known to be obsessively curious, funny, and smart, but don't usually understand social things. And this is because... Oh my gosh, that sounds like my husband. <laughs> they... Okay. They are... They are this way um, without getting into too much of their story because their planet, which was once like this lush place, basically dried up in a way. And so the peoples moved further apart. There were less of them. So they became very isolated. And so coming here was sort of a save themselves last ditch effort. So coming here and learning. Do you know, I kind of get that vibe from like um from what i can remember from the documentary is that the reason why most alien species want to co uh procreate with human beings or earthlings is because their own planets are having difficulties and sustainability and stuff. So if they mix their genetics with us, then I mean, it gets to the point where their species can still survive it, in a way. Right. Exist. And yeah. Like saving a family line by marrying into a different family. Sure. Yeah. Like that's, no, that's a easy analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay. So um, another one we have is there's the Polarians from the North Star Polaris or Polaris. I don't know which way is best to say that, but they are supposed to be very tall and very androgynous. So think some of your like Vogue huh. models. RuPaul. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Like, honestly, because he... Tall and androgynous. He really is. When he's not in drag, he's very androgynous, I think, anyway. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen this with countless different models. They like this in models nowadays to have that mm-hmm. androgyny. 
and it's this very tall androgynous so like right if you're thinking models you're thinking these guys the polarians sure sure um they are here to study human origins and to learn about dimensional ascension oh yeah okay that's that's original yeah so they are um humans have gone a long way in, in a relatively short period of history that is true on ascending as far as consciousness goes sure we've raised our vibrational level significantly from the time of our induction on this planet right right i mean if you if you think about we had the renaissance and then after the renaissance then it kind of went into the dark ages and then you had the the, industrial boom yep and then you had that boom and then it's been go 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 since since then. The, exactly we've i mean our techno technological growth since the industrial revolution has been exponential yeah there's yeah. literally no stopping point in sight right now exactly so i get why they'd want to come and learn that from the humans sure. i thought it was interesting that it's study human origins as in where did humans come from that is a little bit interesting to me too because i would think with these others these other i don't know how to describe races i don't yeah. want to call them aliens but i mean Ra- other races seem planetary beings yeah planetary beings that because their um knowledge is that they know where we more advanced from. yeah that they would know that so the fact that they don't that's interesting that's crazy especially mm-hmm. since polaris is considerably close to us which means they'd have the quickest access to knowledge via light speed compared to a lot of these oh. other yeah speaking of which um I, I was just i was coming into the studio to record tonight and it is a crystal clear night oh. And and our nights during the winter where we're at is you can see Orion's belt. You can see the Milky Way. That is like we the... We are in a part mm. of Idaho that is not only small and isolated, but we are so close to one of the best dark sky preserves. Oh, absolutely. The, so, the only one in the United States, actually. Yeah. So the, the nights here on a clear night, especially in Just the winter... Gorgeous. If it wasn't 12 degrees outside, I oh. could stand there forever and just look at the stars. If I could just put a heating pad all over <laughs> me and go outside, I'd stay there. Like have a heated spacesuit yes. <laughs> that you could go outside. Yeah. It, yep. See, and then I'd feel like I was on the moon. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to do a couple that are actually locals is what I would call them. And then I'm going to hit our last couple otherworldly ones and get into some of these side conspiracies that tie into them. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So I don't know why these ones are characterized as starseeds given they're from our planet. Uh, True. Okay. But they are considered that. And I would like to believe that rather than... Wait. Pump the brakes for just a second. You mean it's a non-humanoid species that is already on planet Earth and has not traveled here? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Continue. Okay. So we have the Lumerians and Atlanteans, which if you don't know, Lumeria and Atlantis are both two ancient civilizations that were both flooded and wiped off the earth. Okay. One I've heard of, one I haven't. Lumeria is very similar to Atlantis. Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe it was in the Atlantic Ocean versus the Pacific. Or I might have that backwards. Yeah, I have that backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they, same thing. But both of them are said to have very similar characteristics. Um, tall, um, supposedly, what did I write there? Animalistic in their, hmm. in their looks. So very... Uh, I don't know if feral's the right word, but like, huh, like, just not as civilized, maybe in their looks. <laughs> I know animalistic is hairy. How An- animalistic is how they're described. Sure. So, okay. So if you look at someone and you're like, "That's an animal," like, hmm, that's that's probably what you're looking at. Um, I guess <laughs> their mission is to teach us how to advance our society without destroying it because in both cases of Lemuria and Atlantis um they were super close according to these conspiracies to being able to reach space travel and in the oh. process of attaining this information and getting this far along in their process they destroyed themselves due to the way they were handling uh. things so their mission is to keep us from making their mistakes. Interesting. Okay. So there's very few of them. They're one of the rarest ones because they've just survived through the few ancestors that they had and breeding with the rest of human society. All right. I can. I can. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the other friendly neighborhood planetary <laughs> beings. I love that that made you crack up. It did make me giggle. <laughs> okay. Continue. Just ignore me. I'll just be over here. Just, you know, sitting. <laughs> sipping my tea. I can't even look at you right now. I know. Stop. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that got you out of Friendly neighborhood planetoid <laughs> beings. Okay. Um, the Agarthans. We've met the Agarthans before, but we didn't know their names when we were talking about them, Jenna. Aren't the Agarthans like in Men in Black? Wasn't she an Agarthan? I don't know. But she was evil, though. But in this particular case. Okay. They're the people from Hollow Earth. <gasps> yes all of their descriptions are listed off as very elf-like so very delicate nice okay okay very long slender doesn't describe them as tall necessarily but i imagine whichever form mm. they take it's it's all that dainty slender pointed okay more you know fairy elfish i almost think i like to think of um, the elves from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They're not significantly taller or anything, but like. Legolas. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> um, and their mission is to protect our environment. So unlike the other ones that we were talking about that want to protect Earth as a whole, they're more interested in the planet mm. above the people because they also need the planet. Sure, that. sure. The, yeah, they're part of the planet. So that mm. makes sense. Yeah, and like we discussed when we were talking Admiral Byrd, they were very interested in relaying the message of stop nuclear war or we're going to come intervene. If you don't... Get your shit together. Which ties in perfectly. Yeah, it does actually. I mean, it makes complete sense. You're not the only ones on the planet. We are. Quit acting like the big bullies of the schoolyard human beings. Yes. Okay. Yes. We have one more sort of friend who's kind of a local neighbor and kind of not before I get to our evil overlords. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are called the Maldek. Huh. And, here we go. Um, before I get to where they're from, their features are varied. Um, they blend in almost anywhere, so they... Look almost just like any of the rest of us. Um, they're basically teachers in a way. They want to teach us in whatever way they can. Um, particularly to save us from technological destruction. Oh. They are from a planet called Maldek. Which is an extinct planet supposedly in our solar system. Now the Maldek have been being talked about. Since kind of at the beginning, which may I remind you is 50s and 70s when people started discussing these beings. But did you know there is a mysterious ninth planet, maybe 10th planet on whether you're a Plutonian or not, (laughs) (laughs) in our solar system? I have heard about this. They call it Planet X or Planet 9. I prefer mm-hmm. Planet X because I do indeed believe Pluto deserves its planetary yes, status. Yes, yes, <laughs> I agree. It is a planet that scientists in recent years, I'm talking, I think it's like 2010, 2012 sort of recent years, No is there, but we have no other information than that. We haven't seen it. We haven't touched it. But we know it's there because we can see it affecting asteroids and gravitational pulls. What? Think that episode of Star Wars. Uh, hang on. That's episode two where he goes and talks to the Geonetians about cloning and stuff. <gasps> yeah. And he can't find the planet because. It's been erased from the, the, archives, the, the archives. But the gravitational data is still there. So that's what Ooh, we're getting. We're getting okay. the gravitational data from it. So we know. That it's there. We know that it orbits. And the way that it orbits. Oh, this is so cool. I think. I was looking at the. I was looking at the orbit. And they didn't say anything about this and thing. But I'm like. This is why Pluto and Neptune do that weird dance. Where they switch in front of each other. I think this is why. Because. Where'd you go? So this is its orbit right there. So there's our concentric rings sort of deal. Sure, sure, sure. And that it, we've all learned in grade school and made the little, you know, claymation whatever. So this guy is like a long, super skinny oval that jumps, goes really close to our sun, and then shoots really far away and goes back. 
and it travels really close to the section where Pluto and Neptune change places. And that gravitational pull that it creates changes the course of asteroids that we've seen in our area. Okay. So not only do we have data to confirm there is a planet in our system, but if it really is Maldek, if it is their extinct planet... Okay, which makes sense because if it goes too far from the sun, it gets too cold, can't too support close life. Too to the sun. Too, right, and fries. What if, what if the technologies they were creating, they were trying to do something and it screwed up the orbit. Oh. And that's what caused their disaster. Oh. Yeah. So they're a transplanted... And I believe that's why they blend in so well with us is because they're also a Milky Way race. Okay. I believe that's why they're so varied in features and why they look so much like us because they probably, I would imagine, lived in a similar orbit as we did at one point. So this might be something for another episode, but I have a story of... um, alien race living in the desert that described themselves as teachers yes and they lived exclusively in the desert Hmm. so they didn't live underground they lived in the desert almost like they were used to a dry climate (laughs) yeah Mm. okay I love another episode. I love when conspiracies mm. do this and they connect and intertangle and prove the other ones in a the way. The red yarn connected to the oh, push pin, connected yeah, so to planet the push pin, X connected to connecting to oh, yeah. star seeds, connecting to hollow earth, connecting to Good giddy aunt. Oh my gosh. Okay. Connecting I just had a mental Picture. picture of our cork board with the pins and the strings and the stories and blah blah. blah. The more you learn, the more that connects each one of them to the other, the more plausible they all seem. Okay, so um, just my little bit of knowledge for this, um, listeners, is that when you have um, myth and legend and I think in our day and age conspiracies, I think they are all based in some aspect of fact. I agree entirely. I don't know if it's 20% or 80%, but there is some basis for fact there. And so if you even accept that a quarter or a fifth or a tenth of what people think is conspiracy or myth or legend as fact, these things do all connect. And and for me, they do. it's as simple as scientists say, okay, there's a mystery planet. We don't know where it's, f- what it's from. It's a planet that that's orbit that as they know it now, whether or not they change that mm-hmm. orbit, the orbit that they know it is now does pass by earth. They could easily hop ship. Uh, yep. And jump over to earth, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. It's, Boom. It's the little pieces of science and fact that's confirmed to us that 
sort of allow it's not for these- the it's not the oh that's too fantastical to be true it's the oh but that actually could work yeah that makes sense yeah it's when that yeah. science confirms the myth mm-hmm. for me that makes me go light bulb mm-hmm. <sighs> but okay we digress there well, are in a little bit but. two more races <gasps> okay and i believe they're the reasons that we don't get to know about all the others Really? Yes. Alrighty. So first off, we have the Draconians from the <gasps> yep. Draco constellation. I've heard of them. Very lizard-like features. Think mm-hmm. flat face, eyes close together, flicky, gross tongues. So more like a snake, sn- like like oh, Lord Voldemort kind of. Sn- yeah. yeah. But green and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, their mission is usually to unite people under one common goal, typically an evil one. So basically, unite people for their selfish purposes. <laughs> one world order. They are characterized as being greedy and selfish, very money oriented. Interesting. That's, um, oh, oh, um, Star, 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 Star Trek. Trek. It's the... The big eared guys, the big ears, the, the on, 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 <laughs> deep space nine. Are you talking about those like weird gremlin looking dudes? Yes. <laughs> what is the, what is, um, I know who you're talking about. Cause I know they tried to like talk Picard into like scrapping certain ships yes. and things like that. But yes. honestly, but I don't remember But they're all about names. making money and making deals and they're all self-serving. And what are they? I don't remember their names because I grew up as a Star Wars kid and Star Trek has only recently come into the picture. So I haven't had time enough to obsess about it yet. <sighs> but I know who you're talking about. I'm sure a lot of people do. We'll look it up and we'll... I'll remember in like 10 minutes. So, okay, go ahead. Okay. So super greedy. And they okay. supposedly work with here on Earth, the reptilians. Now, <sighs> the exception with the draconians and the reptilians is they do not impregnate people and like just hope they remember. They are plotting and raising and specifically. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the reptilians come from, who knows, question mark, throw it out the door. We don't know. They, we have no idea. But. Huh. They also have lizard-like features. Okay. And their mission is to keep humans in the dark. Uh Uh-huh. Now, for those of you who don't know, the lizard people Illuminati theory has been going around for quite some time. And I went diving deep on this one. I can't get into everything about the Illuminati because that encompasses just about every one of the conspiracies that we have. Right. But think everyone in power. Think everyone important. Think of your movie stars, your influential, whether it's to the kids of younger age or influential in politics or finances. Oh. <clears throat> We're talking like Taylor Swift, Joe Biden. Elon Musk? Elon Musk. <gasps> what? We're, talk- no. We're talking like 
Jimmy Fallon. What? No, no. Okay, no. Yeah. I draw the line. He's funny. Oh, come on, Amanda. I know. I know that's painful uh, to hear. But there are... I bring up those names in particular because there are video evidences of them having second eyelids and... Oh, giddy aunt. The, like, slitted uh, eyes. Okay, 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 okay. And... Uh, okay. Every single one of the videos I found for it is like super long and goes into everything about lizard and Illuminati people. Okay. But there was a guy and his original video got taken down. So I had, I, I found a duet of his video. Uh huh. Which sort of made me really happy. But I'm going to show you two different videos um, and kind of walk our viewers through like we did with the. Uh, <laughs> am i gonna have a panic attack maybe maybe okay so there's this guy um his name's like justin snow and okay. he admits basically on the internet that he's a reptilian he's this guy on the right this is just someone what and um this is just someone watching him he admits that he's a reptilian and he takes a video showing his eyes so watch very carefully so he opens up his eyes and zooms in close to the camera to show. And <gasps> what the flicks and under eye. Going, okay, that's like men in black. Going opposite yes. of the way your eyelids close. That's like the A guy that, 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 that Will Smith was chasing in the beginning that had two what? sets of eyelids. And he keeps doing it? <gasps> what? He the sh- front door. So he was basically trying to mm. out the other lizard people by this video and then his og video was taken down see i can click on his og video was taken down so we only have the remnants that people have like what yeah no crazy no then there's this random dude who's like saying oh when people ask you if you're reptilians look look at this what so he looks at the camera (gasps) No. Purposefully narrows his eyes. And this other guy, Dwetsman, is like, oh, that's impossible. I bet I can do it if I just focus on my eyes. And so he, like, gets real close to the camera. And then he does it to his own eyes. No. Watch the white, like, tighten around their iris. That is impossible. That is messed up. Tell me, tell me, as someone in the medical field, is there some disease I should know about where my eyes are going to do that? No. No, no, no. And these are just two of the many, many videos, images, things that I like. Okay, so what I want to know is, did they want to breed no. the, the, the human beings out of existence? Or they... so. The, that's like the, in general, that goes into the or... whole Illuminati thing. They are okay. looking for control and use of us for financial purposes. I think I need something extra in my tea right now because this is a little much. So we have all these, like we have countless upon countless groups of star seeds who have been put here with the intention that they would bring leftover memory and help the world become a better place. Okay. But unfortunately, we have these 
intentionally remembering lizard people in high positions of power and financials, literally at the top of our American government, making decisions for us. Right. And it's either nefarious and for self-serving purposes, which I can totally see, or it's even, or it's the opposite, which is good and for the benefit of mankind. And then unfortunately it's it's not the latter in yeah, the reptilian case i don't well even just looking at it objectively to me i have a great mistrust in a lot of government entities in washington well and and local government not so much i mean the people that i can actually shake hands with and know not so much but the people who are distant and re- far removed. It makes it hard. Yeah. Now, let me put this out here. I did a lot okay. of uh, government and future leaders of the world stuff because I was a homeschooled kid and that's just something we did. Oh, okay. And we were taught that a certain mistrust of the government in a people is healthy. If a people can call out its government and say, hey, we don't like what you're doing, and not get killed for it, that's a sign that the government is doing well. In a lot of dictatorship countries, if the people question the government on any level... And get thrown in jail... Get thrown in jail, killed, offed, out the, out the door. And for a while, America... Then that's not a healthy government. Okay, For a yeah. while, America has felt like the place where we can openly question and do these things. But as the years have gone on, it's felt like... Very much more restrictive. Yeah, there is a sense of insecurity about questioning anything our government does in these days. Agreed. And that is a dangerous sign. Forget reptilians. That is a dangerous sign. Right, sure. For our government. Sure. But if we got reptile aliens. (laughs) I know, you just throw that into the mix and then it's like, that's too much. And I'm telling you, it's, look at, Go look at your favorite pop star and look and check lizard people slash your favorite pop star. Check them. Make sure they're not. Hmm. Um, check your influencer. Check your congressman. Something check else. Check your president. Wow. Check over at the royal family. <gasps> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. I love me some William and Kate. So I'm, okay. I'm asking now if. There are the Andromeda seeds out there. Okay, but some are for the good. I know. That's why I'm saying Andromeda people who and, are meant to save us from our reptilian. Are not so for good. <laughs> and uh, okay, to be fair, William and Kate, I I get the the warm feel goods from them. You you don't. Okay, okay, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> you you don't get the warm <clears throat> you don't get the warm feel goods from. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah that, that's a video. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You still get the feel goods from Miss mm. Kate? Well, that's Wait. not Kate. That's that's somebody different. That's oh, another. I thought, that, I thought she was a royal family member. That probably is a royal, but that's not Kate. They're all brown haired, brown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that. Okay. 
Okay. That's true, though. <laughs> they kind of all are. But, you know, inbreeding. There but is, there. There is videos of, like, the queen herself. Rest in peace. <laughs> With her eyes. No. 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 So. I thought she. Oh, man. So, Jenna. Okay. No. First off, anyone out there who thinks they might be a starseed, there's like five million quizzes. Oh, right. Okay. So feel free to take a few. See which one you are if you are one. Okay. So I'm just going to throw this out there, though, why we're, we're talking about it is that I, from what I remember is star children had more intuition more psychic kind of abilities. They can. More in tune, more... They, anyone who is a starseed, mm -hmm. regardless of where from, is at a higher energy level and thus more in touch oh. with, as we were talking about in the uh, Gateway Project, that... Vibrations and everything. Okay. More in touch with that higher realm Oof. and receiving the information from it. Okay. okay. So so there is that intuition mm. and that ability that comes with right. higher vibrational. But humans can get to that point too. And we have humans gotcha. who get to that level. So that's the reason I didn't make that differentiation. Okay. Because there are humans who achieve a level of higher vibrational level and get to that point. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But. Okay. Would you, would you tea? Um, actually, yes, I would. Yeah. Whether, whether they, okay, I'm not going to hold it against you that you're a reptilian for the time being. I will reserve judgment till after tea because I will ask you some hard questions why we have our tea. Yeah. Maybe they're being painted as the bad guys and they're not, which is always fair. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, let's sit down, have a cuppa, and you can tell me your agenda, and I can say, bite it, or, hey, I'm fully on board, but I can't have your baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree with your plan, but there will be no babies. <laughs> there will no babies <laughs> in case aliens are listening this is a disclaimer i do not want your alien babies <laughs> feel free to have a cup of tea but there are no babies <laughs> unless you bring like an actual little great alien baby because then i will like oh adopt if that. i could raise one of your babies that would be something different, different because i'd be like uh yeah i i i could actually yeah, maybe I do that. that yeah Wait, what's the but, child yeah. support situation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show me the money. Show me the money. And that brings us back to Quark. His name was Quark. And he was a Ferengi. Ferengi. Yes. The That's big eared money, money, money. Business, business, business I just Ferengi. Remember, uh, like Picard and, uh, and they Riker being teeth. like so, yeah, <laughs> so pissed by these guys. Yes, Ferengi were, it's like they weren't bad guys, but they weren't, 
They were the true neutral of the solar system. Yes, whatever, they really are because they because they they're whatever, all about themselves. But <laughs> if helping that planet is going to financially weren't better like, than yeah, sure, but yeah, they 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 weren't the bad guys, but they weren't necessarily good guys. That planet needs food, or they'll die. Let's charge an upcharge fee. For yes, this. yeah, yes, that's a Ferengi. Yep. So maybe maybe that's just the reptilians. Yeah. Maybe the reptilians are just like, meh. I mean, fair, but if they have all this alien technology, I really wish they would just out it and just be like, hey, we have this. Okay. So, yeah. So um, uh, uh, an episode that we need to have soon is the Dulce base. Okay. Dulce, Arizona. That We're going to put that on the... I w- schedule yes that and the illuminati and the full yeah because i really would like you guys to understand why the idea of lizard people and the illuminati truly gets to me so much for real okay but for now yeah. if you have stories about aliens or if you're star seed and you have information i don't or whatever star child indigo child uh, if you, you got crazy lizard eyes that you want to show me, have a reptilian daddy, <laughs> and you're, and you've been on Jerry Springer, and and the the, the test said yes, <laughs> then I mean, hey, hit us up, let us know, tell us your life story, come 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 on the show, <laughs> invited of course, please yes. don't just drop it in your spaceship like that's yeah, just rude. oh oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> you got to schedule that with us. Anyway, you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and you can contact us at Info at Steve Mystery. Uh, please do not forget to like and follow us on Spotify so you know when our next Absolutely. And and uh, follow us on Facebook. We post updates and uh, check out our webpage. And uh, hey, we we want you back next week because it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm going in blind next week, and I'm so excited. So it's a blind episode, and I will tell you, peeps, I'm going to give you right now the disclaimer that it is going to be a rough one. Oh, man. Do I have think, to come next week? <laughs> think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your attendance is required. Think Russian sleep study intense oh oh god okay yeah all right well okay till next time don't lick the lizard people (laughs) go outside look at the stars and we'll see you next time bye bye